Alhamdulillah Ashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Amma ba'd Fa inna astaqal hadith kitabullah Wa ahsan al-hadhi hadhi muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Wa sharru umuri muhdathatuha Wa kulla muhdathatin bid'ah Wa kulla bid'atin dalalah وَكُلَّ ضَلَالَةٍ فِي النَّارِ ثُمَّ أَمَّا بَعْدٍ يَا عِبَادُ اللَّهِ بِلَا شَكْ وَبِلَا رَيْبٍ Without doubt, undoubtedly, we live in a time that is a very difficult time. A time that is filled with all types of fitting, all types of trials and tribulations. We live in a time that we are in tremendous need to beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us firm and steadfast upon his deen. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said in an authentic hadith, يَأْتِي عَلَى النَّاسِ زَمَانٌ الْقَابِضُ فِيهِ عَلَى دِينِهِ كَالْقَابِضِ عَلَى الْجَمْرِ That they will come upon mankind a time where the one who holds on to his religion or the one who holds on to her religion in that time will be like one who holds on to hot coals who holds on to hot coals it is incumbent that we strive to live our lives according to the book and the sunnah upon the understanding of the salaf of this ummah this is incumbent upon us we are in vital need of such because we live in a time that it's very difficult. We live in a time where it's very difficult to do that which is right. And there's so many points of pressure, so many bad influences that are calling us to do that which is wrong. And not just calling us to do that which is wrong, but actually systems have been set up and erected to make it easy in the facilitation of that which is wrong. So it is incumbent that we hold on and we stick to the book and we stick to the sunnah. It is incumbent that we hold on and we stick to that which the sahaba were upon. It is incumbent that we hold on to our religion. With this being said, it is a must that we look at our situations and we evaluate exactly where we are. There are many people who are displeased by a lot of what is going on in today's world. And there are many people who are waiting for date such and such in years so and so, hoping that there will be some positive change inside of that time frame. And the reality of it is, is that there should be no Muslim who truly understands his or her religion. No Muslim should be waiting on such a date. And the reason is because our success we will never find it in that which is outside of Al-Islam. So it is incumbent that we hold on to and that we stick to the deen. The Prophet wasallam, he informed us that yes, times are going to get rough and tough. And there will be ayam al-sabr. There will be days of patience where we have to exhibit patience. But at the same time, the Prophet wasallam, he told us that there will always be a group of the ummah who are clear and apparent, victorious upon the upon the truth. 
as the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he mentioned, لا تزال طائفة من أمتي ظاهرين على الحق لا يضرهم من خذلهم ولا من خالفهم حتى يأتي أمر الله وهم على ذلك أو وهم كذلك. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said that they will always be there will always be a group of my ummah that is clear and apparent upon the truth. They will not be harmed by those who abandon them. They will not be harmed by those who betray them. Nor will they be harmed by those who go against them. In this hadith, it gives us a good indication that what? That as long as we're upon the sunnah of the Prophet the manner in which his sahaba they were upon it in belief in worship in character morals and, and so on and so forth as long as we're upon the truth then we don't have to worry about anyone that abandons us and betrays us nor will we have to worry about anyone who will go against us because the prophet said there will not cease to be a group of my ummah who will be clear and apparent victorious upon the truth. So our concern, it shouldn't be looking four years down the road or eight years down the road or anything like that. Our concern should be to make sure and to strive to be from those who are upon the truth, to be from those who are upon the proper aqidah, to be from those who have a methodology that is salim, minhaj salim. Because if this is the case, then as the Prophet sallallahu informed us that they will, we will not be harmed. من خذلهم ولا من خالفهم. They will not be harmed by those who betray them, nor will they be harmed by those who go against them. And in this, there's also another indication to show us that it's not going to be peaches and cream and so on and so forth, but it's going to be hard. Because not only did the Prophet ﷺ tell us that they will always be victorious upon the truth, but he also informed us that they won't be harmed by those who betray them. This is an indication that what? They will be betrayed. He also told us that no one they be harmed by those who go against them. This is an indication what? That there will be people who go against them. So the fact that the people go against us, and in particular the kuffar, this is nothing of any amazement because the Prophet ﷺ told us it was going to be like that. The Prophet ﷺ, he informed us this is what's going to be the situation. The Prophet ﷺ informed us that to be religious is going to take much effort. How much more so? Like holding on to hot coals. Like holding on to a hot coal. Very difficult. So it is incumbent for us to be grounded, to have our anchor, our source of stability, and practicing the deen of Al-Islam because therein is the success. Therein is the success. Therein lies the prosperity. And if we try to look for success and prosperity outside of the deen of Al-Islam, we will find nothing but humiliation. The Prophet Sallallahu he told us, and I want us each to reflect upon the meaning of this hadith. And then I want us to reflect upon the state in which we live in right now. The current state of affairs of the Muslims worldwide. And you tell me whether or not this hadith is, we, we see it right here in this day and time of ours. Qala Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said, Yushiku an tada'a alaykum al-umam 
من كل أفق. He says that day shortly will be a time where or soon the nations of the world they will come up against us. The nations of the world will come up against us. Will go against us. Ma'am. And not just go against us but they will encourage others to go against us. So the Prophet said that there will come a time very soon where the nations of the world they will be calling they will be calling to take from the Muslims to have their way with the Muslims just like just like a person who invites others to a, to a banquet or invites others to a buffet this is how they will this is how they will come against the Muslims this is how they will come against the Muslims, the nations. Like they are calling others to come and take what they want from the food that is present. The Sahaba, when they heard this, When the Sahaba, they heard this, they said, Oh Messenger of Allah, would it be because we will be a gross minority, we will be a little bit in that time? There will only be a small number of Muslims in that time? The Prophet he said, He said, On that day, you will be a lot. There will be a lot of Muslims on that day. He said, But you will be at that time like the scum, the scum of the ocean. You know those bubbles and the scum that floats upon the ocean and that? This is how the Muslims will be enduring that time. No one finds value inside of the scum that's on top of the ocean. No one goes to the ocean or to the beach with buckets and say, I want to collect some of the foam from the sea. I want to collect some of the scum that floats upon the ocean. No one does that. Why? Because we don't see any value in that. We don't see any value in that. So this is an indication that quantity does not equate to quality. Because we'll be a lot on that day. But we will be like the foam of the ocean. The scum of the ocean. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said, يَنْتَزِعُوا الْمَهَابَ مِنْ قُلُوبِ عَدُوِكُمْ That the fear, that the fear, المهابة, the fear, will be removed and taken out of the hearts of our enemies. They won't be scared of us. They won't be afraid of us whatsoever. Why is that? The Prophet ﷺ goes on and he says, And they will be put inside of our hearts a weakness. They will be put inside of our hearts a weakness. He said, so we asked. And we, when we said, and what will be that weakness that will be in the heart of the believers at that time? The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi said, He said that if they will have a strong love for the life of this world, and they will hate death. They will have a strong love for the life of this world, and they will hate death. 
Ya Ibadullah, listen to what the Prophet ﷺ said in this hadith. And you tell me whether or not this fits the description of the Muslims today. How many of the nations go against the Muslims without any thought, without any worry of reciprocation? They don't have any worry of any type of backlash. They do it to the Muslims as they see fit to do it to the Muslims. Why? Because the fear is removed from their heart and inside of our heart there is a weakness. The Prophet وسلم, he said, so that we can understand better what, were the, what are those causes that led to our humiliation? What are those causes that led to our subjugation? The Prophet وسلم, he said, He says that when you work and you deal with interest-based transactions, it is a type of interest. It is a type of riba, usury. The Prophet ﷺ, he tells us that if we were to, as a nation, start to indulge inside of interest-based transactions. You tell me, does, does that sound like us right now? Are there not Muslims who have a, a mortgage, which is interest, who have a car note, which is interest, who take out loans, whether it be they student or business loans, which are interest-based loans. Those who have credit cards, which is interest-backed. You tell me whether or not this fits the description of the Muslims. Not just that, but the Prophet sallallahu alaihi said, and that they are pleased with agriculture. They are pleased just with agriculture. And they follow behind the tails of the cows. Meaning what? That the Muslims become over obsessed inside of chasing after this dunya, inside of business and commerce and trade and so on and so forth. You tell me whether or not this is the time that we're living in. You tell me whether or not it is hard to find Muslims who fit this description. Rather, I will tell you, it's hard to find Muslims who don't fit this description. It's hard to find Muslims who don't deal with interests. The Prophet ﷺ and you left off the jihad in the way of Allah. The jihad shari. Not that which you see the likes of ISIS doing and Daesh, Nusra, Al Qaeda, Khan Muslimin, Boko Haram. What these individuals are doing is not jihad. This is oppression, this is killing, this is terrorism. Nothing to do with the deen of Al-Islam. But when the Muslims leave off struggling in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when they become obsessive about business in the worldly life, when they are dealing in interest-based transactions, all of this is symptoms of what? Of that wahin, of that weakness that is inside of our hearts, that we love this world, we hate death. When we do this, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he says, "Sallallahu," that Allah, Allah subhanahu wa taala, He will put upon us what? "Sallallahu alaykum dhulan." Allah will put upon us humiliation. Allah will put upon us humiliation. Allah 
will put upon us humiliation. If Allah puts upon us humiliation, from whom will we seek superiority? How can we seek prosperity when Allah has put upon us humiliation? And it will remain like that. The Prophet ﷺ said that there will be a humiliation upon us. And it will not be removed from us. It will not be removed from us, this humiliation, until we return back to our religion. Until we return back to our religion. So, I want us to really understand that the issue that we are going through and the humiliation and subjugation that we see, the way out of it is not inside of democracy. The way out of it is not inside of communism. The way out of it is not inside of capitalism. The way out of it is not any of these isms or schisms from the lifestyle of the kuffar. The Prophet ﷺ told us the way that the humiliation will be removed from us is that we have to return to our religion. If we want to be successful, we have to cling to the guidance of the Kitab and the Sunnah. A kafir, and I want everyone to listen up very well. A kafir is not going to bring victory to the Muslims. A kafir, you will never find them earnestly and honestly defending the deen of al-Islam. No. This is not what kuffar do. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam about the kuffar. And in particular, the people of the book, the Jews and the Christians. That the Jews and the Christians will never be pleased with you until you follow their religion. Until you follow their religion. So don't expect some kafir to bring any type of prosperity for us. Nor expect for them to be of any benefit to us. It is what it is. When a dog barks, we don't get amazed because that's what dogs do. They bark. When a cow goes moo, we don't get amazed because that's what the cows do. They go moo. So likewise, when the kuffar do what they do in fighting against the deen of Islam, whether that be a subtle fight or a blatant fight, they still fighting against the deen of Islam. They will never be pleased with us. So our way out is in holding on to the book and holding on to the sunnah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inside the Qur'an, He says, مَا فَرَّطْنَا فِي الْكِتَابِ مِنْ We didn't neglect to anything inside of the book. There's nothing inside of the Qur'an that's neglected. But we have guidance for every aspect of our lives. Inside of the kitab, inside of the sunnah, the way of the salaf, we have guidance for every every aspect of our lives. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He tells us about the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَمَا أَرُسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ And we did not send you, O Muhammad, except for as a mercy for mankind. Except for as a mercy for mankind. 
So if we want the way out, we want the success, then we have to stick to the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ because the Prophet ﷺ was sent as a mercy to mankind, not as destruction to mankind, not to make mankind's situation more difficult, but as a mercy to mankind. So if we want, if we want success, then that is by clinging to the deen of Al-Islam, clinging to that which the Prophet ﷺ came with, clinging to the sunnah of Mustafa wasallam. That is our success. That's how we will be successful. That's how we will be guided. Not on the hands of Kafir so-and-so, but by us returning to our religion. This kitab that has not left out anything. It didn't neglect anything except that it was mentioned. The Prophet ﷺ, he mentioned, تَرَقْتُكُمْ عَلَى بَيْضَى I've left you upon that which is clear. لَيْلُهَا كَنَّهَارِيَا It's nighttime, it's like it's day. That's how clear it is. And if we know that this is the fact, why are we looking and turning our heads other places, looking for solutions? When the solution is right here in the book, the solution is right here in the sunnah, the solution is right here in the way of the salaf. So why are we looking to anything else? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He commands us to hold on to the rope of Allah as Allah ta'ala He says وَاَعْتَصِمُوا بِحَبْلِ اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا وَلَا تَفَرَّقُوا And hold on all of you together to the rope of Allah and do not be separated do not be divided do not be separated do not be divided Ya Ahlul Islam we have to come together upon the truth not come together for the sake of coming together but come together upon the truth therein lies our success holding on to the book holding on to the sunnah holding on to the way of the sahaba this is where our success is not in anything else not in these systems that these kuffar have erected and then you have individuals who come and say but we just trying to fix the system because it's broken. That Kafir system is not just broken, but that's how it was built. It was built like that. And what else would you expect from the efforts of human beings? What else would you expect from the efforts of human beings except that it's going to be a system that is flawed, except that it's going to be a system that has much contradictions in it, except that it's going to be a system that is oppressive. What else would you expect from the intellectual pursuits of human beings? If you want to know how to live your life, you will know how to live your life by following the guidelines of the one who gave you life. The one who gave you life told you how you're supposed to live your life. The one who gave you life sent prophets and messengers and revealed books so that you know how to live your life. So why in the world would you turn away from that and choose something that these individuals have done that is flawed from its origin, flawed from its asal? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, اليوم أكملت لكم دينكم On this day, I have completed for you your religion. The religion of Islam is complete. اليوم أكملت لكم دينكم Our deen is complete. We don't need anything else. So why are we turning out other places? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He goes on to tell us in this ayah the reality of our situation. And it's important that we notice because if we go back and we still make those same steps like we used to make from before, then we're under threat 
of the situation being as it was before. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he goes on to say in his ayah, وَذْكُرُوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكُمْ And remember the bounty of Allah upon you. إِذْ كُنْتُمْ When you used to be enemies. You all, we all used to be enemies one to another. In Jahiliyyah, we used to be enemies one to another. In Jahiliyyah, there was racism. Yes, because racism is from Jahiliyyah, it's not from Islam. The white don't like the black, the black don't like the white, the Asian don't like this one. This is not from Islam. Really the believers are brothers. Whether he's an Arab, whether he's a non-Arab, whether he's white, whether he's black, whether he's from China, whether he's from wherever. The believers are brothers, white, black, and everyone in between. We are brothers, we are one. We learned this why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He teaches us this. Inside of the book, the Prophet teaches this inside of the Sunnah. This is the way of Islam, no racism. Anybody who wants to revert back to that pre-Islamic ignorance, may Allah guide you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds of the favor that was upon us. When you used to be enemies and I brought your hearts together. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying He brought our hearts together. What would bring our hearts together based upon what? Based upon us sticking to the book and the sunnah. Sticking to the deen of Al-Islam. That's what will bring our hearts together. Do you know what was the situation before Islam? Do you know what was the situation before we accepted Islam? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He tells us we used to be enemies one to another and then he brought our hearts together and you became by his bounty brothers and you used to be on the brink of going to hell you was on the brink of going to hell and we saved you from it on the brink of going to hell and we saved you from it anybody who wants to revert back to any type of un-Islamic methodology any type of un-Islamic and pre-Islamic methodology then you are subjecting yourself to be put back in that same situation as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us we was on the brink of going to the hellfire but he saved us from it like this Allah makes clear unto you lakum unto us what? His verses, his signs. So that perhaps you will be guided. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He tells us in the most clearest of terms. In the most clearest of terms. Follow that which has been revealed to you from your Lord. Follow that which has been revealed to you from your Lord. And don't follow other than it. How little is it that you reflect? How little is it that you remember? Our success, our way out. Our prosperity, it lies in us returning to the deen. It lies in us returning to the deen of Al-Islam. If we want success, then we have to stick to the deen. If we want a happy life, we have to stick to the deen. Anything of misery that comes inside of our lives is because of us doing things that are not from the deen. Doing things that are not from the deen. And thus, we reap the evil repercussions of such 
evil actions and we see their manifest their effects inside of our lives so it is incumbent that we stick to the book and we stick to the sunnah and we put our focus on that and applying the book in the sunnah and don't worry about what the kuffar do amongst themselves because whether it's kafir A or kafir B he's still a kafir he's not going to give you victory if you don't defend your religion, you think they're going to defend your religion? If you don't stand up for Islam, you think they're going to stand up for Islam? If you don't seek to spread Islam and to give da'wah to the people, you think they're going to do it on your behalf? No way. No way. So let's stop looking and, 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 and placing concern upon what they're doing or what they're not doing. And let's look at ourselves and see what it is that we're doing and what we're not doing. Because the problem, I'm going to tell you right now, is not them. The problem is us. Because they're just doing what Kafirs do. So now it's on us to do what Muslims do. Fa'aqeem al-salam.